Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. This is Castology, and I am one of your Castologists, Nancy Weber, here with uh, an entire Castology contingent. I have Nick Bleeker. Hello. And welcoming back to the microphone, Lisbeth. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you have the biggest grin on your face I'm right now. I'm back. <laughs> I know. Like, I just, I enjoy um, doing the Castology. I enjoy recording with you guys. Mm. So I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed to be back, back in, in the recording room with you two. Back talking in the recording room. Talking shit can, about podcasts. Can I give you a quick c- congratulations for your award-winning show? Oh, you can if you'd like. There you sure. go. What can you tell tell everyone what what happened? Like, what's what's the go? Because I know I've how saw- famous are you? Now? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. No, I'm not at all. <laughs> <laughs> in Brisbane, a little bit. Um, I did a show with Act React and Natalie Bohensky called "The Importance of Being Wasted," which is where we did. <laughs> The importance of being earnest, um, but two cast members were drunk every night. Sick. So we had a rotating roster, and I basically got paid to write myself off three weekends in a row, which was how how munted did you get, dude? There are some moments that like Act Two was very spotty for me <laughs> on on my drunk like nights. Like for all for all, of, all shows that you did, yeah. Like there are bits I remember, and then I had one of my castmates come up to me um, uh, the day after and was like, "Oh my god, when you burped after." that line that was hilarious and I'm like I what (laughs) excuse me (laughs) how dare you (laughs) um and there was one moment where I swear to god I felt like I was going to be sick but I thought I poker faced it really well and then I had like three audience members come up to me and go we were worried about you I was like (laughs) damn it I thought I did a but yeah we were lucky enough to walk away with the um uh, Brisbane Fringe Anywhere Festival Award which means that they want Act React to do a bit of company development they want to see us in the um inaugural Brisbane Fringe unreal real congratulations thank you i'm super pleased about it um it was a lot of fun my liver is grateful it is done (laughs) yeah because it's it's really hard to actually fight the urge to get it right i found because your lizard brain takes over and some cast members remembered their lines better when they were drunk but um 10 drinks a night for me 10 drinks a night's rough it means that they learnt their lines drunk yeah (laughs) (laughs) i should try that but anyway yeah thanks for mentioning it dude i was um um, pretty bloody chuffed with my cast and with nat for taking my idea on board and and producing Mm, it fuck yeah well to welcome you back yeah we're having a liz themed week i'm so excited about that that's the main reason for the grin is because it is all me all the time this week so, yeah, that's our theme this week is podcasts that Liz would like. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> Awkward if next week we come back and I'm like, guys. Oh. Yeah, bad news. <laughs> Look, I, I'm 50-50 on whether you will appreciate mine just because Same. it's a little bit different in the style. The content uh-huh. is full Liz. Mm. Sure. Style a little it's bit. Full Liz. A, 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 a little, little bit. Um, 
I would say controversial, maybe. Okay. Um, so I'll go first. Okay, cool. I'm recommending Paper Ghosts. Yeah. So Paper Ghosts is an iHeartRadio uh, podcast, and it's basically about uh, a small town, four young girls go missing in the 70s uh, within a few miles of each other, and this investigative journalist there has never been any arrests the investigative journalist kind of makes a new discovery and there's been a bit of a reopening and he's trying to figure out what's going on and presenting it in this podcast format um the thing I'm not sure that you will like is it's very narrator heavy mm. and if you don't buy into his narrating style, it's going to get annoying. But um, I'm not usually the one that has issues with the styles. You are not usually the one. No. But maybe. But you think but this guy's like that I don't know. Is he that bad? <clears throat> no, no, it's not bad. It's just very it's very stylistic. Okay. Like, so if you were to compare it to say a, a similar kind of investigative reopening the case thing to to two podcasts, to Serial mm-hmm. and to uh, let's say, oh, what was the um, oh, the one about the Southport School? Um, is it the Southport School? The the Chris Dawson. The- oh, definitely more serial. Yeah. Um, and they do have like documentation and an original record and that sort of thing. Yeah. That pops so in. well, I loved the narrator heavy thing of serials. So. Okay. Yeah. Then so that that's basically I mean, what it is. So did everyone though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it is. Um, it is complete now, so it is done. Um, it finished this year. But, yeah, Paper Ghosts. Nice. Uh, well, you know, I went Liz-themed as well, and uh-huh. I chose a murder podcast too. So, welcome back. Thanks. Welcome um, back. Here's some murder. <laughs> um, but I'm recommending what I honestly think is probably one of the best true crime shows I've ever listened to. It's called West Cork, and it came out of nowhere to me through a random tweet. I just saw someone tweet, has anyone listened to West Cork? I didn't follow this person. It just came up in like, you know how the algorithm spits out random shit? It would be great shit? if that was like organised marketing. <laughs> if, they, if it was, they did a fucking like, good it, job. It's like the whole, has anyone played the left-right game? All of a sudden <laughs> yeah, everyone's oh like... My God. <laughs> um, so it's called West Cork, and it's about a murder. So it's it's called The Murder. Now, West Cork is a place in um, Ireland, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And it's like a peninsula sort See, of thing. this is like why a- it's two levels. It's me because, God damn, I love an Irish accent the- as well. Oh, well. That's two <laughs> levels. Well. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, um, <laughs> this show focuses on the murder of Sophie Toscan Duplantier. Boom, French. That was nice that was pronunciation. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Listen to the show like three times. It's probably why. <laughs> um, but the um, the sort of running part of the show is that it's there. there is a focus on the murders, but there very much is like a community group of characters that sort of builds. So, you know, mm. it's like a TV show, for example, like, I don't know, Parks and Rec, where they've got this, there's the central characters, but there's also there's ones that are on the periphery that mm-hmm. always seem to Pop up. rear their heads. Yeah. yeah. This is that. This is like the vibe that I get from that. But the interesting thing for me for this show is that it it feels very small town. There's no sort of wider reaching thing for me with this. It very much feels like something that has occurred as just like an anomaly here. And yeah. it is absolutely fascinating. It is beautifully told. It sounds like it would make a really creepy, claustrophobic movie. And it's kind of creepy and claustrophobic. Mm. So... Uh, it was originally an Audible original, and I figured, like, with Audible, it they must be... They tend to release their stuff after a certain yeah. amount yeah, of time Yeah, I was going to say it must be, like, after six months, the release yes. wide or whatever. They make it public. Yeah, so this one came across out of nowhere, and I was... Originally, I was, like, going to hold on it, and then I was like, nah, this is legitimately this is probably, like, Liz's 
if Liz hates this, then <laughs> I don't know. Liz. I'm calling Tom on my podcast crew. <laughs> that's it. So uh, yeah, I recommend West Cork. Big call, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay, um, Liz. What 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 podcast did you? Yeah. What murder have you got? To? So I don't. I don't have a murder. I've got. <laughs> what? Oh my god. So, on my holiday, um, I pretty much spent my entire holiday listening to narrative fiction podcasts. You and everybody else. Yeah, but yeah. it's just I just wanted to get away from anything. It's it's, it's escapism, but I escaped to thriller, spooky, scary <laughs> town. So um, this has a, a serial killer in it, um, but it is fictional. It is fake crime. It is not true crime. Um this is another podcast that uh, came up in my feed because I had listened to the BBC Sounds uh, Murmurs, which mm-hmm. we all very much enjoyed. Um, this is called The Cipher. Um, so this is, how do I explain this? I, I guess you kind of go surface. It's one of those ones where I've got to give you a surface premise and you have to listen. Yeah. So it's this 16-year-old who cracks this like cryptic code that is put out into the world and they're like, first person to solve it, you know, yeah. wins, whatever. Wins a lifetime obligation to the secret society of governments. <laughs> yeah, they're just like wins, and the, the girl's like, yeah, sure. Um, so she's uh, recruited after she wins to this secret weird thing, um, and I really enjoyed it. I just got sucked in. It's one of those ones that um, has highly directional sound and is quite immersive, so oh, best okay. with good headphones and speakers. Um, so is it first-person sound, or is it kind so, of environmental? So it's environmental. Okay. Um, I will put out there that in episode three, I think it starts, there's a particular, if you're very sensitive to sounds, may want to pull the earphones away from your ear because there's a very high-pitched kind of sound that happens in her ear and her head that causes her pain, but it actually caused me a little bit of pain as the listener as well. Did they give you a warning for that sort of stuff? No, they didn't. Okay. Um, So that's why I'm kind of saying EP3 was when it first happened and just kind of get ready to turn it down if you start hearing it and it it, it didn't like physically hurt, but I was like, ah, yeah. Um, and it stars Anya Chalotra and Chance Perdomo. 11 episodes. I was well sucked in. Um, I feel like they're probably gunning for some kind of TV something, yeah. which means they'll probably withhold a second series if, if there is one. Um, so you've, you've finished it and it kind of lends itself to an ongoing story? I think story? it could have an ongoing story, but it also finished in a way that I wasn't mad. Because mm. um, I know BBC are doing a lot of audio drama. Mm. I mean, everybody is. Like, and that's they, the next big yeah, trend. Yeah, I know. Podcasts. But this whole, I'm just so far into immersive, like, yeah. immersive podcast fiction at the moment. And The Cypher was the first thing that I started listening to. And it has really good, like, cliffhangery endings to episodes that just make you need to binge. Yeah. So yeah. that's what. Awesome. How many episodes is it? 11. 11. Okay. Well, that's, that's achievable. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, those are the, those are our recommendations for this week. Let's go back and review the podcast we recommended last week. So disclaimer, I w- I'm not doing extra work. So um, I'm going to pretend like I recommended whatever was recommended in my spot. I'm not reviewing three podcasts this week. I'm only, rec- I'm only reviewing your two. It's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Well, let's start with the one that Liz isn't recommending so that you can... Isn't reviewing. Yeah. Isn't reviewing so that we can, we can talk at length about the others. So let's... Grace Shadell uh, recommended Dead Bodies. Uh, so Dead Bodies was basically a pairing of uh, court reporter uh, Chanel Vella and veteran radio host Didi Dunleavy, uh, so Australians who are basically talking about uh, the stories where people find dead bodies. 
Maybe I should have reviewed this one. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, what, that's why I was wondering when, when you said that, I was like, is it because you find it offensive in some way? Oh, hell yeah, no. I just yeah. I find work offensive right now. I could have, I mean, I was. I could have gone, okay, well, I'm not going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo, not going to review Zane, and I'll do two this week. Um, <laughs> so, Nick, what did you think? Uh, look, the episode that I chose, which, Grace, I feel sorry. It literally turned me off the show straight away. So I think it was episode 118 that I listened to and I put it on and the vibe is very light. It's a very, very light, light, as in like they spoke about the Easy royal breezy. family for 25 minutes to start the show. Yeah, it's mm. it's definitely my favourite murder-esque yeah. format. Um, And this is the thing... <laughs> So I, look, full disclosure, I only listened to one episode because I was like, don't waste my time talking about the Royals for 25 minutes. This is not about the Royals. Also, bad takes on the Royals. Yeah, I listened the, to that the, Yeah, the Royals episode. were sh- shit takes, yeah. honestly. Like, <laughs> sorry, whoever the fuck you two people are, <laughs> no, bad takes. I'm sorry. Um, I did listen to the whole episode. When they actually get to the content that they advertise for the show, it's actually not too bad. Um, they spoke about, I think it was the, oh shit, I can't even remember what one it was, but uh, it, it was... Basically answering, they answered listener questions about, I think people had seen some dead bodies or what their experience was around dead bodies and stuff like that. And that was fine. I was like, this is cool, but why don't I just waste 25 minutes listening to people talking about the Royals? Look, even though I didn't listen to this episode, I feel like I can contribute because I don't even listen to MFM main episodes anymore because they talk too much at the start. And whilst I used to when I was getting into the cult of their personality, I can't do that anymore. I listen only to the minisodes of MFM. I haven't listened to a main one because they spend between 20 and 40 minutes talking about quite often spoiling TV shows that I like. Yeah, they spoil I just, don't, three for me. I just don't enjoy listening to people. Like, if you're going to kick off, like we did, we talked a little shit for maybe five minutes, if that. Yeah. And then we continued on what our job is. I'm f- and I'm fine with that. Like, and I'm f- I'm absolutely fine with shows having a little bit of banter just to, like, ease you in and then going straight into it. Or at the very least, you could be like, all right, so we're going to chat about this for about 10 minutes. So if you if you don't like listening, skip a forward yep, 10 bump minutes. Bump it forward and you're just, good. Just give some markers. Um. But yeah, I literally listened to that and I was like, shit, Royal Takes. I don't need to listen to... If I wanted to listen to people giving me takes on Royals, I'd find a podcast that would do that. Or watch literally any TV news or read literally (laughs) any tabloid newspaper. Exactly. Um, This is a hard pass from me. It's not a hard pass from me. I I listened to that episode. Um, Then I went back a bit further. And this is definitely a podcast where you have to buy into their personalities and their rapport to Mm. get to really attach to this podcast you know that i'm not a gore person and i'm not particularly interested in like the stories of dead bodies um that being said the earlier episodes are a lot more interesting because they kind of were a bit more succinct um Mm. and they were they kind of presented them in a more straightforward manner rather than interjecting a lot of jokes and and that sort of thing yeah as well people get indulgent as they start going on in their podcast career and they and they kind of start to believe their own bullshit and uh, this this definitely gave me the feel of like a woman's day magazine kind of true crime podcast but unrestricted in a way that woman's day would never be but this is definitely that kind of demographic that middle kind of 30 to 55 year old Mm. woman market for dead Mm. dead bodies i hate that i'm in that market (laughs) (laughs) well look a a lot of people who like true crime are in that market yeah i know but it is an overall really old (laughs) 
<laughs> I apologize. That's um, okay. Millennial white women, we do like our murder dead body crime. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I did not subscribe to this and I probably will not subscribe to this, but I can definitely think of a couple of people that I could recommend this I'm to. I'm going to check it out. Like it. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, yeah, look, I don't even know if I'd I just recommend went listen it to, to an episode 118. Was it a hundred, <laughs> did I get that right? It's Look, it's either episode That's what I've got on my list. Anyway. Look, I know 118 is no longer available, so I'm not sure why. It goes straight from 117 to 119 at Shit the moment. Um, so Because the Royals, one. they got them. Yeah, they, 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 got them. Yeah. they were actually really apologetic about the Royals and because um, it was just after um, the death of Philip of, of Prince Philip. Oh, um, their shit takes weren't apologising on behalf of or making excuses for Philip's horrible racism, was it? Uh, a little yes. that. A little that. <laughs> yeah. Damn yeah. it, you can't do that. <laughs> um, de- definitely, like, let's let's uh, speak well of him now sort of thing. Just um, don't speak yeah, of him. You don't do need to. your podcast job. Yeah. But, anyway. but that's the thing. Like, yeah. again, that's... Again, that's the kind of demographic mm. that they would appeal to. This is the thing, though. It's only through doing this podcast, I think, that I've become so obsessive with with both of these podcasts in making sure that we don't ramble yeah. about stuff. Because yeah. if I wasn't on a podcast where I had to listen to so many different podcasts, I think I probably would get a bit indulgent and just assume that everyone wanted to hear what I had to say about everything. Yeah, 100%. Look, that's the thing. That's but why... They don't. Everybody, nobody wants to hear all that's this That's why the format of, like, we're just three people sitting in a garage talking about all the things we want to talk about while we drink some whiskey. No, I'm out. That's that's it's, yeah. such, it's a popular format because it's easy to produce. Hate it. Uh, whether or not people want to listen to it is an entirely different thing. But that's dead bodies. It is a uh, it it is it is a recommend with caveats from me um, and me. If you if you're into that sort of thing. But let's go to Nick's recommendation. Uh, my recommendation is uh, behind the insurrections, a podcast that takes a look at historical insurrections throughout human history. Um, lovingly crafted eight days after the U.S. insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. What did you all think? That's what I like about it the most, right? So what I liked about it the most is that it was something that was done with a lot of information that was incredibly timely, making comparisons to different regimes that were very important to be made in a thorough and comprehensive manner. The shit part about it is is that anyone who needed to hear those those, those comparisons probably would never have listened <laughs> no. to this podcast. Because it but, wasn't a resurrection to those people. But it does... <laughs> actually help people who maybe may not have understood why that day was as fucking dark as it could get when it comes to looking at different times in history that Mm. have done similar things and help them have more educated discussions with those who are believing that it you know was a good thing to defend their rights by marching on the capital Um, I think more people should pop out timely podcasts such as this in relation to major world events that you know uh, yeah it's a it's a hard recommend for me for anyone who wants to understand from a historical context what the end game of stuff like that can be and Mm. spoiler alert it's bad yeah i mean well hats off to them because they released their first episode on jan 14th which is i looked at the dates and i was like i am well impressed um and then it was an hour hour and a half episode pretty much every couple of days um, until they basically finished their finished. eight episode run. Um, that's a lot of content Huge to have researched content. and created in that time. And it is good quality it's well researched. Um, and it's, but in an accessible way that doesn't feel like you're being talked at. It's like it's people sh- 
shooting the shit, but from a really educated perspective. Yeah. I think the thing that they also do very well is they do shoot the shit initially and then they go straight into it. It's yeah. just no bullshit. Just it's like, like cool, let's go. Let's, let's go. Uh, which ones did you listen to? I went back to the start and I listened to the first three. Cool. I particularly enjoyed the last one, which was the business plot um, where when rich fascists tried to overthrow America, um, which was really fun to listen to in, uh, in retrospect. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this is a like I've I've li- I listened to it all. Um, I'm not going to subscribe because then I'm just going to get like introducing new iHeart yeah, Media podcast. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, this is an easy recommend. Behind the Insurrection is a really good podcast. Yep, two enthusiastic thumbs up from me. All right, and then finally, what I recommended, which was the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, which is basically a popular science podcast that's been around for literally as long as podcasts have been around. Uh, what did you all think? So I'm 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 in a place in my life where I don't want to learn when I listen to podcasts. I just, that's not what I go to them for. However, with this podcast, I learned a lot and I did not regret the education, which oh, is unusual. Nice. Um, I <laughs> I liked how kind of light and fun facty trivia, like shit that I can kind of bust out at parties and be like, did you know? Um, I listened to the episode talking about butt breathing because that was fun <laughs> about how you can um, get oxygen into people through their butts and how it's really easy if anything else is blocked, especially in times of COVID. Butt breathing is important. Butt breathing is important, people. <laughs> yeah, and then they made a joke out of they're like you know putting respirators through the rectum and that guy's like would it be called an aspirator then and I was like that's gold I enjoy this <laughs> um, so yeah this is the thing is that in my downtime I, I hate learning these days um, but learning and laughing and learning in interesting ways and more casual ways I'm all for so yes I, I enjoyed this podcast I listened to three different episodes but breathing was the best uh, yeah thumbs up from me yeah I'm I'm it's the same with me with Liz. I, I think I, I am honestly in awe that the show has run for so long. So many episodes. I just kept scrolling just to see. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Um, but, I mean, it's the same for me as well. Like, this is super accessible, I think, just for the layman. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly kind of thought that it would be a little bit more complex for someone like me. But going into it, it is actually really, really accessible. They ease you into any of the sciencey stuff really, yeah. um, really well with a lot of context and, you know, jocularity that makes it kind of palatable. Well, some of them are scientists. I believe two of them are science communicators first and foremost in their careers. So that's kind of where that comes from, being able to... But science communicator is a job. It's just like, let me me dumb this down for you all (laughs) and pay me now. Yeah. Actually, pay someone to just dumb that shit down for me. You just need a communicator. You just pay a communicator and you can just be like, read this and dumb it down. They're talking to me. Explain what they're saying. (laughs) Translate, translate, smart person for me, please. I feel like that was the entire White House's job for the, from 2016 to 2020. Just life communicators. Yes. What does that mean? Um, no, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because, yeah, it was. I. It wouldn't have gone for this long if it was a pile of crap. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, they do have a lot of support. But yeah, I really appreciate what they do, and I um, I, I was surprised that I was unaware of them for as long as I was. So that's why. Yeah. I did you actually find them? Uh, where? No, like when? If you, oh, it would have yeah. been a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but they're one of these these but podcasts that's kind of like too big to recommend because 
because you know it's a lot yeah they're everywhere um but like i it had been a while since i had put in like a real sciencey podcast so i was like yeah let's let's put it in well it's not too big to recommend because i'd never heard of it and i enjoyed it yeah well same point proven zane <laughs> shut up uh, <laughs> all right well that's us for this week uh let's go over the podcast that we recommended for liz this week liz to week. welcome her back week. Uh, i recommended paper ghosts which is an exploration of the mysterious disappearance of four girls in 1970s small town America. So many kids just went missing in the 70s and they were like, just runaways. That's just what kids do. Classic kids. Five-year-olds, they run away all the time. <laughs> Sorry, what did you recommend, Nick? My, uh, my recommendation is West Cork, um, another murder podcast for Liz. because Irish accents. There we go, with Irish <laughs> accents uh, in the little region of Ireland called West Cork. And I recommended The Cypher, which is a sci-fi narrative podcast i was going to say narrative fiction but i've already said the fight in the science part yeah. um about a girl who cracks this cryptic code and then she's recruited to track down a serial killer and a whole bunch of stuff happens and there's murder and there's weirdness and there's really good sound so awesome really good sound is what we're about yes if you want to submit your podcast for us to listen to you can f- do so on any of our social medias on instagram on twitter or on facebook or you can go to our website that's not canon.com forward slash castology where there's a form that you can fill out i will guarantee that i will listen to every podcast that is submitted even though it may not be recommended on the show i guarantee nothing (laughs) same (laughs) um and also give us a five-star rating and review and you'll be one of our uh, favorite people in the entire world can we start shouting out some people who give five-star reviews sure we'll just say your name and what your comment was um and yeah we'll we'll just we'll talk about you for a little while yeah we'll talk about you imagine what kind of life you have yeah yeah about how great everything is for you. We yeah, were just yeah. talking about how much like podcasts should ramble more. Uh, well, so, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we'll make it a quick and punchy three-minute segment. Three-minute segment Not a, minute, segment not a second over three minutes. <laughs> All right. I have been one of your castologists, Zane C. Weber, here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleaker. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. When I was a little girl, I believed in fairy tales. Stories are written, read, and disappear. Probably hidden on some dusty bookshelf, often forgotten and never retold. This tale is different because it stays in the heart of all who hear it. Damn blasted and bum! Joe's dream was to be famous by finding something extraordinary, something unusual, and something absolutely awesome. The memory continues, eagerly waiting to be shared with the next generation. I've always wanted to save the planet. Something told me, even when I was young, that it would be my job. Take a peek, sit back, relax, open your mind, journey into the world of the gulp of waters and slurpy downs. Seems those stupid humans have been littering again. Probably campers, the type who leave their fires alight and do not care about anyone else but themselves. They're so ignorant that they don't even realize the damage that they do to the environment and its creatures. You'll never be the same again. You have just been listening to the mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek, based on the children's books of the same title by Australian author Susan Pease. To find out more about these stories, or to purchase hard copies, please visit susanpease.com. S-U-S-A-N hyphen... P 
peasecom And be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you do not miss out on the next exciting installment. When I was a little girl, I believed in fairy tales. I wished my toys would come to life and that my stories could be real. Then through all the noise and confusion, I believed it was all an illusion. The world had faded black and white, nothing seemed to be right. But now I know that How it goes is that my dreams never die As long as I keep the magic inside That's not kind of productions podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.